Hello, I'm Father Rob Lord, and you're listening to From Silence, Something to Say, a podcast dedicated to finding wisdom that we need to lead a more flourishing life. This is episode number six. Today's theme for this podcast comes from the Sermon on the Mount, specifically the Beatitudes, the wisdom of Jesus, and the focus is on how we can flourish in the face of suffering. First, I want to share a story with you. A couple of weeks ago, I was being interviewed for a podcast, and I was asked a very profound question, which was this, what led you to launch From Silence Something to Say? And my response was pilgrimage. Pilgrimage is an ancient practice. There's a beginning point and an end point, and then we embark on a new journey. We don't relive the old one. There's a Spanish word, camino, which means the way, and pilgrimage has become a way of life for many people. In 2014, I had the grace to be able to go on pilgrimage to several places. Perhaps the most central for me is Iona, the island of Iona on the Western Hebrides of Scotland, where in 563, St. Columba formed a monastic community which began to flourish in such a degree that it actually spread Christianity through much of the Scottish Isles and beyond. But also I had the opportunity to make a pilgrimage in Spain on the famous Camino de Santiago, the way of St. James, and travel through the northern part of Spain all the way down to uh, Santiago de Compostela, where the great Basilica of St. James is. And it was on pilgrimage that I encountered a profound paradox. The paradox of a monastic community and contemplative spirituality in both Iona and St. Columba's life and ministry, and also the pilgrimage of the Camino in Spain, and how this paradox of silence and something to say of silence and active engagement with the world, this paradox began to emerge in a new way for me. Parker Palmer has written about the idea of holding paradox to understand ourselves and the world around us. For him and for me, holding paradox means thinking about some, but not all things, as both ands instead of either ors. Niels Bohr, the Nobel Prize winning physicist, says essentially the same thing with the most lucid words that I've read on this subject. He says, the opposite of a correct statement is a false statement, but the opposite of a profound truth may be another profound truth. And this is the reality that I have found in the Sermon of the Mount, and particularly as Jesus gives the Beatitudes. And the paradox is this, that true human flourishing is found in the midst of, and even in a mysterious way, because of suffering. And so the paradox is that as followers of Jesus's journey through our lives, we will experience suffering in this world, which in God's providence is in fact a means to true flourishing even now. And I began to recognize that there was a common thread that lives through all pilgrims, in all places at all times. And that is the experience of a profound silence, but also a profound flourishing, even in the midst of hardship and difficulty and suffering and chaos. 
And this wisdom was expressed profoundly in Jesus' teaching in the Beatitudes. So let's turn there. Remember that in the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus is giving his manifesto about the art of human flourishing. He's answering the question, how does a person live a good life, a flourishing life, even in the midst of circumstances and difficulties and chaos and suffering? How does one face these things and flourish at the same time? When I studied with Dallas Willard and his book, The Divine Conspiracy, Dallas made a claim which literally turned my world upside down. He said the Beatitudes were blessings and they were not given to those that met a certain condition. So when Jesus says, blessed are the poor in spirit, he's not saying that it's because they're poor in spirit that they're blessed. The reason why they're blessed is because theirs is the realm of God. The kingdom of God is available to them. In other words, flourishing are the poor in spirit because the kingdom of heaven is theirs. The blessings of the Beatitudes are Jesus's grace-based wisdom invitations to human flourishing in God's kingdom. The blessings of the Beatitudes are based on a Greek word, makarios. It's a word that Jesus is using to describe what it looks like to be living well in the present. So do you see the difference? A makarism is a pronouncement. It's based on the observation that a certain way of being in the world produces human flourishing and joy. Perhaps the most shocking aspect of what Jesus was saying at this time was his insistence that God was calling everyone into his kingdom. Sinners, prostitutes, tax collectors, you name it. But this also introduces a model of flourishing in the midst of suffering. Because while you're flourishing, you also have access to courage, acceptance, self-transcendence, meaning, appreciation, and compassion. So if you seek happiness by assuming that life is good and fun all the time, you're just deceiving yourself and are ill-prepared for what will hit you. But if you understand that life is hard, that it is full of suffering, and deepen your sense of flourishing in Christ, you'll be prepared for all eventualities and find deep and mature happiness. So it is that the wisdom of Jesus reveals to us that flourishing helps us to face the suffering and difficulty and hardship of life. Because the Beatitudes, the people that are there are blessed not because they're in those conditions or in their suffering. They're blessed because of Jesus. And the Beatitudes in particular, they're not teachings on how to be blessed or how to flourish. They're not instructions to do anything. They do not indicate conditions that are especially pleasing to God or good for human beings. The Beatitudes are better heard as Jesus' announcements of the dawning of the realm and reign of God. And to think that the Beatitudes might be more about God and God's activity in the midst of your suffering. So I do not know what you might be facing, what hardness in life you're experiencing, or whether there is suffering and chaos around you. But my hope will be this, that you'll understand that the reason that Jesus can boldly claim that the poor in spirit are truly flourishing, that those who mourn are flourishing, 
is because despite appearances, these lowly ones are actually possessors and citizens of God's presence and reign. Therefore you, my friend, even you, right now, are flourishing. Well, I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Leave me a note or a comment if you can. I'd love to hear back from you. And now, in the name of the Restful Father, in the name of the Calming Son, in the name of the Peaceful Spirit, may we and God be one. <laughs>